This is it. Don't get scared now. For episode number 71 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Home alone. 1990. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 71. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find a link to subscribe and review us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which... Our reflux capacitor was sufficiently booby-trapped from the Wet Bandits, thanks to our <laughs> wonderful, beautiful patrons, Brian Keating, Andrew Legreve, Two Dudes in an Ass, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank you guys oh. so much for your support. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and defender of my dedicated domicile. And I predicted that Home Alone would be a classic movie. I am joined as always. Hi, Francisco. Can I be on the podcast now? I mean, it was earlier, but. By my good friend and master interrupter co host, Paul Powers. Hi, Paul. Hi. Yes, I suppose you can be on the podcast this time. Unless you cause another mutiny. Well, you know, every chance we get. Paul, my trivial question for you is, the picture Kevin finds of Buzz's girlfriend was a picture of a boy made up to look like a girl because Chris Columbus, the director of Home Alone, uh, thought it would be too cruel to make fun of a girl like that. The The boy that was used in the photo was the art director's son. So, sorry for him. Uh, Paul, <laughs> have you ever have to, have you ever dressed in drag? Um, uh, I believe one time it was actually for an acting class in college. Oh, okay. Like a Shakespeare, all the guys are play the women parts. No, we were doing different exercises and a way to, um, Talk expand. Oh, sorry. A way to expand on our acting abilities was to reach out in a gender switch. Okay. So uh, I think it was Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. We were doing a scene uh, from that. Oh, very cool. I mean, I guess. Was it enjoyable? hot. (laughs) No. Let's put it this way. I've never done it so (laughs) hot. All right, all right, all right. And I'd like to welcome back to the podcast. She's been here since episode one, my lovely wife, Christy Ruiz. Hi, Christy. Hello. Welcome back from being pregnant. Oh, right. Last time I was, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of long ago, when's the uh, Force Awakens movie tickets on sale? Uh, that Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. It was long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Got that. Because I want to go opening weekend. Hey, Master Interrupter, I thought the spotlight was on me. Yeah, it was. It Sorry, but someone said long ago and that just triggered. Sorry, go for it. Christy. That's no, all good. I just wanted to, you know, be selfish for a moment. 
Oh, By all means, Go for it. be selfish. <laughs> my trivial question right, my turn for now. you. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to interrupt with anything, Paul, you should interrupt with your prediction. Oh, I predicted this movie would be a classic. How about uh, that? All right. Thank you. Christy, right, my trivial question for you, now that we can finally concentrate on you. Oh, first is, time today. <laughs> Little Nero's Pizza, which is the pizza <laughs> delivery service yes. in the movie, uh, is a parody of Little Caesar's Pizza. Caesar was the was the title used by the Roman emperors, yes. such as Nero. Yep. Christy, do you have a favorite pizza place? When I was younger, I would have said Little Caesars. Oh, fun! <laughs> um, oh, their pretzel sticks that they have now. Oh, how so is good. that? It's just salted. Uh, they they took their breadsticks and just put salt on it, but oh, okay. it's still good. <laughs> anyway, pizza place, Christy. Um. What's that? Extreme Pizza is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Extreme Pizza is good. It's, it's extreme. Um, mod Pizza is pretty good, too. Oh. I don't, um, the mod Squad? Mod Pizza. It's like a Subway, but pizza. Oh, nice. To choose all your toppings. Eat fresh pizza. Yes. <laughs> um... Sometimes I do like a good Little Caesars because it's just so gosh darn cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, nostalgic. Right. Little Caesars is nostalgic. Totally, that's what I. I am ex- so craving Little Caesars right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what I predicted this movie would be too. A classic. Nope. Oh, nostalgic. You weren't listening. I wasn't uh, apparently. I said Little Caesars was so nostalgic. Oh, oh, oh. And that's what I predicted this movie to be. I was being all... I I know. You did great. I interrupted it. I was thinking, oh, I I predicted I want this movie right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want the pizza. Uh, We we don't have pizza, but Paul, do you have the course for Alice? Sure, Alice. Let's have a roundtable discussion on Home Alone and suiting up... I don't know what happened there, but let's uh, <laughs> see what we've been up to on our new tubes lately and then uh, wrap it up with some announcements. Very good. Alice, I'll let you find target of Home Alone. I'd imagine you're able to do that by now. It's been 71 episodes, you know. Alert. Alert. Target located. Oh, good. Spoilers incoming. What? Engaging retro rewired reactor. I would hope so. down the house with critics everywhere. The funniest movie of 1990. All the great ones leave their mark. <laughs> Hilarious and touching. Check it out. The first genuine hit of the season. It's the funniest holiday movie in years. There's no place like Home Alone. You guys give up? Oh yeah, thirsty for more. Rated PG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. Do you remember the... Do you remember the the commercial they would show with like they'd ask all they it was at the movie theater and they'd ask all the kids do you like it and they're all holding their mouths and screaming ah oh, we love it I do remember that actually yeah <laughs> that's fun oh wow and you know what else is fun our memory mind melt synopsis due to a lack of facial recognition the youngest in the McAllister family Macaulay Kevin McAllister gets accidentally left behind at home when his family flees off flies off to France for the Christmas holiday. Although Kevin thinks he wished them away, he gets into a lot of trouble taking care of himself 
Red doing whatever he wants, has fun playing around the house, learns how to slap slap aftershave, and protecting his house from burglars when they find out he's all alone. Kevin sets up booby traps around the house to get the robbers. All the while, Barth... Bartholomew helps Mom McAllister get back home. Eventually, Kevin asks Santa to bring his family back to him when he realizes the value of all of them. The thieves are about to bite off the boys' fingers when an old man takes them out with a snow shovel, and Kevin's family makes it home in time for Christmas. Um, Some of that was right, and some of it was incepted. You know, incepted. What was wrong with that? Let me guess. Bartholomew wasn't in the movie. <laughs> Nor was Macaulay. Yes, I think you're putting things in here just so that we can. You're doing it purposely now, but you're like, oh, then they went to Disney World. What? <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Wow. Jeez, that was the longest pause ever. I have no response to that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, why don't you give us the technicals for this movie? Okay, fine. Uh, Home Alone is uh, the video game that came out for the Nintendo Entertainment <sighs> System in 1991. Was there also a movie? Later. Was there also a oh, movie? Oh, we're doing the movie? Yeah. Oh. I wasted a lot of time on the NES. <laughs> anyway, then let's cover the movie. Home Alone was rated PG and still is rated PG uh, and uh, runs 103 minutes and was released. 143 minutes. Uh, not the version I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'll be quiet. You're an hour know. and 43 minutes? I, yes. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to, you got the tangles. What am I thinking? Oh, who, who is this? I don't know. Uh, it was released at theaters on November 16th of 1990. So just before Thanksgiving. It was directed by Christopher Columbus and was written by John Hughes. It went on. It, uh, oh, did you see? Uh, I was about to say Baymax, but Big Hero 6. We did finally. Yeah. Oh, good. I thought that's what you were doing. No, I was just rewinding for you. Okay. So, now we return to our regularly scheduled program, Paul. Starred Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, and a bunch of other people you may or may not recognize, like Pete and, not Pete and Repeat, but Pete and Pete. And Bartholomew, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> you say it too, Paul. Francisco says it. Recognize. You recognize it? <laughs> recognize. I think that's All right. Of... Sorry. Well, recognize. you best recognize. My you I say it. <laughs> recognize. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm the master. Can we get to it's the budget? <laughs> oh, right. you want to know the budget? Fine. The estimated budget for this movie was about fifteen million, and it went on to gross almost five hundred million in the box office, oh. with about a hundred and forty million in rentals alone. Wow! Very well done, Home Alone. Good job. That's just the first one. Oh, that's <laughs> and they true. They made like four more. Yeah. After that. <laughs> 
All right. Well, there's a lot to love about Home Alone. Oh, wait. Or is there? Are there are there any time travelers? No, I listened to the last episode. I think they blew up or something. <laughs> no, I think they had back. They got back. They went back to 1885. Oh, that's what ha- happens in Back to the Future too. So the doc, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys decide they weren't going to do that anymore? <laughs> We stranded them in the past, so they can't do it anymore. (laughs) Yes, our future selves from an undisclosed future are now in the past until we decide to rescue ourselves. That's so convoluted. (sighs) I just gave myself away that I didn't listen to the podcast. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. I'm sorry. I'm too busy taking care of a baby, giving it life. Excuse better recognize. Recognize, <laughs> recognize that I spend my days Anyway, resting. the things we love about Home Alone. Let's start with our guest host, Christy. What's one thing you loved? Oh, right. Or loved. Or like. Uh, John Williams. Yay. I thought you were about to say Joss Whedon, and I have no <laughs> idea why. <laughs> I just okay. wanted to. Stephen Moffat. Yay. What? No. John Williams. Stephen Muppet? Moffat. Never mind. Mm. Never mind. You don't know unless you know. Okay. So John Williams score. I'm, I apologize for all the noises you're hearing. You're <laughs> snoring a lot, hon. Are you sleepwalking? <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the baby and he's oh, snorting okay. and s- sucking on a pacifier right by the microphone. So I apologize. Sounds like he's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So John Williams score. You yeah. Really like? I like John Williams. Yes. He's not Hans Zimmer, but I enjoy John Williams. In fact, when the music was starting, I was like, "Oh, look, it's, it's Harry, Harry Potter. Potter!" And then I was, and then I, what did I say? Harry Potter? No, you Home Alone sounds, sounds like, like Harry, Harry Potter, Potter, or actually, Harry Potter sounds like Home, Home Alone, Alone yeah. which is funny that Christopher Columbus directed the first Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, that's where I know the name yeah. from. Yeah. Paul, he also discovered America, but yeah. <laughs> okay, Paul, were you uh, <laughs> smitten with a score, or not so much? Yes, actually, not so much when this movie first came out, but about five years ago, I was listening to a collection of John Williams music, and I was I was listening to a track, and it turned out to be the Home Alone track. I was like, you know, I really like this. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I got the, the actual expanded version of this uh, CD that has like six extra songs on it. Oh, nice. So, uh, I've been listening and enjoying that for years. I really, so yes, I love the score in this and Bentley agrees. <laughs> I enjoyed the score as well. Um, I particularly like the, the, um, how he transitioned from, uh, was it Carol of the Bells into his score? That was like one of my favorite, like, it was perfect just how he did that. That was good. I, my favorite is when they're uh, running, when they're trying to get ready for it. I was about to say running through the airport, but that's Run Run Rudolph. When they're trying to pack and get ready for the airport. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's used other places for but other things. but I know. I, oh, I like to go do Black Friday shopping amongst the madness and have that song playing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, what's something else you like, Paul? Um, I liked some of the actors in here. It's fun to see like Joe Pesci and some of these other, like uh, Daniel Stern. I I thought it's just fun to see these guys play around. Did Did you enjoy seeing the actors play or any of those ones, Christy? 
Um, I, um, yeah, they were fine. I mean, sort of indifferent. It was fun to see Macaulay Culkin again as a little kid. Yeah. Um, he kind of grew up into an awkward adult, but he was cute as a little kid. So I feel bad for the guy. Say no to drugs, kids. <laughs> oh, is that is that why he was awkward as an adult? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I was, I, don't know. I was just putting Allegedly. in the PSA announcement. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I am uh, not the biggest fan of Joe Pesci, but this is probably his best role, in my opinion. Yeah, of course, I haven't seen all like. The other ones. Have you seen my cousin Vinnie Paul? No, it's on my I have. list. Really? To see. Oh my, I've seen okay. parts of it, but not mm. all the way through. Okay. All right. Um, I I enjoyed. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed. Uh, the way Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern play pain, I thought was great. It. I felt their play their pain <laughs> so well. I. They definitely. Uh, uh, effect, affected it yeah they affected it very well actually that yeah that was one of my my favorites was mm-hmm. there um at first i was annoyed and oh, then okay. i realized it was a style of comedy like oh yeah totally. like uh dick van dyke mm-hmm. the over-the-top slapstick um really really in your face sort of comedy and yeah. uh, not really believable, but at the same time believable because that's the style and they just threw themselves into it mm-hmm. really, really well. And, right. and I, I kind of found myself thinking, Oh, that's, that's annoying. If you actually burned your hand like that, or if you wouldn't burn the top of your head like that. And then I was like, that's wait, no, this is the em. point. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is the point of the movie and the type of the style of comedy. And once I, once I made that connection, it actually, I don't know. I was, Impressed with their skills. Mm-hmm. It yeah. takes certain skills to be able to do that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think it does, yeah. but. To pull it off that way, they did. Yeah. 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 I think it was funny. Yeah. I enjoy the slapstick humor, and this is the part of the movie, especially at the end, where you have to turn your brain off and think, okay, I am now in a realistic Coyote Roadrunner movie. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah, totally. Or no. a little a little boy's head, like no. ideally yeah. that would be what would what would go on yeah. if any little boy defended his house. It would go exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In his mind, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, who do you think would win? I mean, in a fight in a fight. Joe Pesci or no, Macaulay no, no. Culkin? No, Macaulay Culkin <laughs> versus three ninjas because they both defended their house from goons. I've never seen Three Ninjas. Okay, never mind. Yeah, uh, I something I liked. <laughs> something I liked about uh, Home Alone was uh, we were talking about how he defended his house. I really thought Kevin had such a level head when it came and quick thinking when it came to dealing with uh, the Wet Bandits, uh, Harry and what was Daniel Stern's Styles. character? Styles. Was Harry it St- Styles? <laughs> no, Marv. <laughs> Harry and Marv. There you go. Yes. Uh, let's go back to Christy. It was something Styles was from Team Wolf. I know that, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. I liked uh, when he first discovers when his family's gone that the whole realization scene. Whenever he's where they're he wakes all up. talking at him and they're like, "Look what you did!" You no, 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 no. Such no. a disease. Not that part. No, no, not when he has the cloud faces. Yeah. No, when he <laughs> wanders around the house like, Mom. And then oh, he's yeah. got this like, yeah, <laughs> so and he's so happy about it. I just he, like well, that. I, I felt like he also looked like he was fearful too, which I thought he played well. But you didn't, yeah. you didn't see that. 
It was a moment, but then he realized what exactly, like, what exactly had happened, and then he was excited about being able to be Buzz, in the house. Come in. I'm in your room. You better yeah. come out and pound me. <laughs> <laughs> just that, the, just that walk through that he did. Yeah. And the, yeah. at the same, I think, isn't that at the same time that his mom realizes he's gone? Isn't that isn't that happening back and forth? Shortly, shortly after. It's not quite then. It's when yeah. he. He wake he's he shouts mom. Oh right, and then and after then that, somehow that psychically connects uh, to her. Or More it's just the way later. that the movie is made and cut together to make you. No psychic link, uh, Paul. What's something else? You because you want to throw a fit about something. <laughs> what's something else you like? Oh my mom? gosh! <laughs> well, the right. whole idea of using a clip from a TV of playing it loud for the pizza man and for the robbers and keep the change of filthy animal is just a classic moment in in a film so as as awful as this film may be that part is just classic using that the 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 video to fool other people um I like the idea of it Yes. Yes. The idea of it's great. And I, I that was definitely a, a great clip, which if anyone's curious, that's not a real movie that they made up that movie based on a James Cagney movie, but it is not a real movie you can find anywhere. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was real. AC Paul, said it was Paul, real. One, two, <laughs> ten. Something else I liked about this movie was uh, Kevin's. So. Starting out at the beginning, this is going to be just like, just how Kevin, Kevin is the typical kid that I don't like in the movies. I always complain about, but much. Okay. I was about to say, I think you're in the wrong section, (laughs) but he has a great arc. I mean, I I see that they had to start him off that way because he has a great arc into actually growing into um, the, you know, man of the house, so to speak. And, um, and when his mom comes back, he's way more, I I feel like he's grown up a lot more. He's matured a lot too, emotionally. He's only eight. What are you talking about? Typical kid that you don't like. He doesn't do anything. They jumped on his throat for nothing. He stopped. He goes shopping. Wait, wait, wait. He, they jumped down his throat for causing a big scene and what talking back to his parents. What? He no? he got his buttons pushed and he reacted like any child would. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then he got into trouble for that. Why? Yeah. Nobody else got into trouble. Well, and he got not... treated like he got treated like poop the entire time. But he's he's in his mom's room saying, "Why don't you make me get out?" And just like, "What, what the heck?" Because everybody's wow, we're ignoring covering him. All my dislikes. <laughs> because everybody's ignoring him. He's eight, and everyone's ignoring him, and no one's paying attention to him, and he's feeling left out and trying to push buttons. So that he okay. can get attention. Be that it is may, he's still a jerk. No, no, the rest of the family is a bigger jerk than he is. Well, that may very well be true. And I agree they normal, are. He's a normal eight-year-old in that family. No, he's a, his mouth is a little bit bigger than it should be for an eight-year-old, in my opinion. I, I in agree. that family. Just in like, that family. Just like Elliot. Oh, no. <laughs> but in that environment... He's a product of that environment. I think we'll have more to say on this in our dislike section. I yes. know I will, and it sounds like Paul will. Oh, Probably yeah. Christy, too. Uh, okay, why maybe. am I defending this poor kid? Jeez. I don't know. Uh, but because I like he's to, a poor kid. He's, I like his arc. No, I he's not. Say, have like you seen the size of that house? 
Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant. Uh, let's go back to. No, you were in the middle of saying that you like the arc. Well, yeah, I like the arc. And now you that, start out. He started out as a. I finished my. Sentence. Oh, you. Fi- oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said you started out as a bad, and then we went from bad to the family and all that stuff. No, no, I said he matured, matures, the man of the house, oh, okay. emotionally, and now when you re-listen to this, Paul, you're gonna be like, he just said that. I Paul, know. Why yeah. did you forget it? Okay, so this is something. <laughs> speaking of which, you said, okay, let's okay, let's revisit what you said about him maturing. Oh, okay. Did you think it was weird when the mom came home? He didn't rush to her, like, glad to see her. He kind of, like, pouts. And then it's oh. it isn't until she says, oh, I'm so sorry, that he brightens up and then Didn't rushes to her. Yeah, oh, I yeah he did. He looks no, sad. No, he. No. I think he was not sure he she was real. Yeah. That's how I It was a realization. Oh. Yeah. It was a, it's mom, like, is really? that really you? Are you really there? Am I okay now? No, it, that would be more a questioning, like... Can I put my hand through you? Are you there? He looked like he he put his whole head down and his whole demeanor changed. Like, like I like I'm I'm sad or I'm I'm disappointed in you. I didn't you see or that. At all. I didn't see that as well. Paul. All right, maybe I'm reading into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, uh, but let's go back to Christy. What's something else you liked? I'm really annoyed now. <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, like you like that. being annoyed? No, no I don't. know. I'm just. Oh, okay. I just want my point to be made. I want you to agree with me. Um, <laughs> you know, typical first child problem. <laughs> I think that I um that might be my classic maker. Mm, I can't decide. Hmm. We can come back to you. No, okay. I just like all his shenanigans when he first. When he first discovers his freedom, everything he does, I uh, ice cream. I just love that. It's so, it's so um, typical. Maybe, maybe like if you if you would describe as a as a little kid, if a little kid would describe, what would you do if you were home alone by yourself? Like, what would be the first thing? And, I'd make myself the yeah. biggest bowl of ice cream. Yeah, totally. Watch all the movies you're not supposed to watch and eat the food you're not supposed to eat and jump on the bed. And and I liked it when he was in, narrating to himself in the mirror. And um, the, I think just that, that little monologue he has in the mirror before he puts on the aftershave for the first time always stuck in my head. I remember that. When I heard it again, it was like, it was like, oh, am I hearing something that you heard before? Freaky, freaky bird. Anyway. Just the, it was a memory that made me smile when I reheard it in the movie. Totally. That little I. And you know what? I completely agree. I, I thought it was so believable what the types of things he would do being a kid that has no rules. Yeah, taking the sled and going down exactly. the, <laughs> yeah, the stairs. I, just, I really appreciated the maleness of him. Does that make sense? Like, his boyness? Yeah, just, just so boy. Like, yeah. everything he did was just so boy. And I feel like we're really into equality, sometimes too much into it. We're Not equality, sameness. We're into sameness. Sameness, yeah. Sameness. And and to be to label something as being boy is negative. But I, I enjoyed it that he was using the aftershave and the spray-on deodorant and, and going down the stairs and being reckless and all the things he did Um the movie he watched, the just everything. I just, I really enjoyed it. And on the, on that note, he still did his own laundry and shopped for food, which was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, look, you were paying attention. Good yeah, job." Exactly. 
I just I liked the hi- that 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 was highlighted that that it wasn't there was no ex- it wasn't excused mm-hmm. or or made it made uh, softened. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, and I I don't think back then you would have had a movie that would have done that though. I could see that happening nowadays. Yeah, which is why I probably po- noticed it more. Yeah. Did you have so something to for, say, Paul? Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Speaking of aftershave. Why do you think he screams? I, I honestly don't know. Because unless, apparently aftershave burns after you've shaved because it has alcohol but in it. But he doesn't Right, shave. but he doesn't. But so that only leads... Th- now, did he... Did he either saw somebody scream when doing that or it really burns, uh. which means that he shaved. Not pretend, but actually shaved because that would create the sting. I don't think he could have shaved for real without getting nicks, though. I could have, sure it, can. It could be, a, in 1990, a pretty powerful chemical. Just saying. That could be. Just saying. Oh, they need to throw that aftershave <laughs> out because that expired and is now <laughs> acidic and eating through his skin. <laughs> Castor acid. oil? What's this? Castor oil, really? I don't know. You wouldn't say acid. Uh, that was no. gonna be my next one. Hydrochloric you acid. Like Mary Poppins, who made them drink castor oil. <laughs> or I, actually, the nanny did. But, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I like ca- I like the Mary Poppins. Um. Oh, oh, that's right. You changed your. Yes, I changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Retro rewind podcast. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 28 for Mary Poppins. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I only have one more thing I like before my classic maker. How about you, Paul? I have my classic maker. Okay, and Chrissy, you have just your classic maker, right? No, I'd be more things. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go, I'll do one, then you do a couple more. Chrissy, um, for me, I really liked the heart to heart between Kevin and the shoveler guy. Old shoveler. Man Marley. Old Man Marley. Yeah. I, it's just, I, I love that they both just sort of learned from each other and really spoke into the other's mm-hmm. life. Is this really, I mean, I guess I'd call it a magical moment in a story, especially for a time that was so short, but mm-hmm. these like super like diametrically opposed people because of that stupid, that silly, scary story in the beginning. Now, like, come together and which like, has an arc. Yeah, at first he was exactly. Afraid. Yeah, this has a lot of good arcs in this movie. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I love how they they come together and in a church. I you know that that was that was really nice that they weren't like again 1990s. They're not going to shy away from something like that, whereas they might nowadays. But uh, I yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you because that's my <laughs> classic maker. <laughs> Is old man Marley because I like the relationship of the older guy and the younger kid, and just like Doc Brown and Marty, the mm-hmm. the friendship they have in a non pedophile way. Yes, and, and but this is a, a something what they would typically call a B story, and it's mm-hmm. like very small and it doesn't really pertain to the main story. But this part of the story is so powerful, it is, and then it's so full of. Uh, magic for lack of a better word, yeah, but yeah. a lot of heart. Yes. And it, to me, that just elevates this movie way up into the stratosphere as far as if you were to take it out, I think the movie, I mean, it still would play, but this really elevates it up. Yeah. It, it'd be more like Home Alone 4. 
Probably. I never yeah. seen any of the. Me neither. Well, but I saw imagine. two, but yeah, two. We get the pigeon lady in too. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> and the Grinch of Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Double negative. Uh, Christy, what, ah. what did you think about Old Man Marley in that relationship? Did you did you like it as much, or is just fine? Yeah, I liked that. That's one of my one of the things that I was going to okay, like, say perfect. that I liked was that that arc that, and I never I went off on the thing you said about Kevin's character arc, but that was another one of my favorites. Was oh, okay watching his um his character develop throughout the movie. I thought they did a really good job with that, mm-hmm. and I liked his mom. I thought. Really? That, oh, okay. Um, huh. Well, everybody Catherine was screaming. Catherine O'Hare did a great job. <laughs> everybody was screaming and yelling at him and saying disgusting ah. things. And and I wrote down, at least my mom didn't yell. <laughs> like She, she was impatient yell. with him yeah. and said some things that she may not have or she wasn't paying attention to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I really enjoyed their relationship and that he that he ended up missing her and like calling out to her and mm-hmm. and um they're reuniting whenever they reunite. I really thought that that was sweet too. Yeah, she definitely felt like a real mom, not like this perfect Susie homemaker, but one that yeah. had her own issues, but also had had a deep love of her children. Yeah, so, well, yeah. at least Kevin. I would imagine <laughs> for the rest. We don't well, know. I don't know who's who. Who was that? Who, who couldn't was? love Buzz? I mean, oh, Buzz that guy. was her kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know who. So it was uh, Pete and Pete, and then the two girls, the two yeah. younger girls, oh, les okay. incompetents. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, the one I wanted to smack. <sighs> yes. Um. Uh, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> I just don't appreciate name calling. We're not in this dislikes yet. We'll get there. Micro oh, machines. They mentioned micro machines. Yeah. Micro machines. And I was like, yeah, he micro machines. That's all. That's all I wrote. Nostalgia there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and then let's see. I going over my notes. Um, I think my classic maker just—it's very personal. My classic maker is very, very personal. But the scene, the rocking around the Christmas tree scene. Oh, yeah. That's um, a fun scene. Every time I hear that song, I imagine all the mannequins moving around yes, yeah. and dancing and him moving yeah. the, the cutouts. It, yeah. it never fails. The song always reminds me of that movie and that scene in that movie, and it never will not. Same for <laughs> me. I, and I don't really, I don't really like that song, but it definitely reminds me. I of like Home that Alone. song because yeah. of Home Alone. And oh, I thought okay. it was, while I was rewatching the movie, I thought it was really odd that I, A, watched this movie so many times. <laughs> yeah. And why did I like this so much as a kid? And I think it was, I think it's probably because it was on TV a lot. Mm, yeah. But it's also, it's, it seems very easy to watch over mm-hmm. and over again, you know? Yeah. There are certain yeah. things you can watch over and over again, and then certain things you know. Just totally. and know. Like it Superman has a great, yeah. <laughs> It has a great message that you can fool adults into thinking, you know, that there's a party going on. Oh. <laughs> you know, or whatever you need. Fool, fool the burglars. Yeah. Whatever you need to do, you can fool adults to believe it. So, oh, I see. What you're and the family is important. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, and my classic maker is the last third of this movie when Kevin is put essentially on the clock. Um, he finds out about the nine o'clock time. Yeah, it just then like he wanders a- around for hours. Like he in front of the church. Oh, okay. I guess I'll go in here. Nine o'clock is way further down. I don't have to prepare yet. Well, yeah, I guess. But 
there it, it feels after that you get the the him and old man Marley and you get him talking to the fake Santa and sort of burying his soul a little bit more. After that point, I feel like is when the movie is so, like I'm really engaged with the movie, and I feel like that's the strongest part of the movie, and so that's my classic maker is the last third of it. Oh, okay. So with that, before we get to the things that were not so strong about Home Alone, uh, we like to go to Facebook and other social media and ask uh, our our listeners, what do you remember about the movies we cover? Our uh, listeners. Our listeners, yes. Our Oh, my gosh. It's not yeah. like Almost. a retired day yet. Well, maybe by the time this is released. That's a good point. Uh, all right. So first, we'll start with uh, our Facebook uh, group. Our Facebook. <laughs> which you can get, join. We'd love it if you'd join us at RetroRewindPodcast.com. join us. Slash group. Recognize. <laughs> Wesley Maltry starts us off. Still adore this movie to this day. Honestly, oh. when I was a kid, besides the epic house traps at the end of the movie, I always remembered when he is about to eat his dinner and doesn't take a single bite because the clock chimes. That's true. Also, if you haven't ever watched the Honest Action YouTube video about Home Alone, it is hilarious to see how many deaths there would have been if it was realistic. And I actually watched that. It's kind of funny how they... They they do the medical names of all the different injuries that uh, yeah. Har oh I should I should Harry and Marv I should watch that yeah yeah uh, but it's, yeah they they definitely die and you'll find out how many if you uh, and we'll include that link actually you can find that link on the Facebook so come join it and then you'll find oh it. I forgot something else that I really liked yeah go for it go for it which one was it Harry. The tall, lanky one? That's Daniel Stern and Marv. Marv, when he screams at the spider. Oh, God. I laughed so hard. Yeah, he did. That do you scream, know about that particular scream, was, that was beautiful, glorious. <laughs> you know, do you know how they made that? No. He, he said because it was a real spider, he didn't want to do it. But he said, you know what? I'll do. I'll give you one take and one take only. But when they did that, he didn't scream because they felt that if he did really scream... Oh, it would scare the, the spider. Sp yeah, and it might bite him. Yeah. So oh. he did that oh. without doing any sound, and then later he looped dubbed it, it over. Oh. He looped it. Oh, nice. so my gosh. Good <laughs> for him. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I've heard that tarantulas get scared. That's If, you, if you're quiet and still, then they're, they're okay. Yeah. But if you, if you freak out or make a lot of noises, then they freak out. Yeah, then they run like Francisco after, oh, away from E.T. Oh, e. my gosh. <laughs> away from Sorry. what? E.T. E.T. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 69. I'm imagining that right now. <laughs> <laughs> they both run away. <laughs> it's a freaky sound in the middle of the night in the woods. You, you'd run too, Paul. You'd run too. Idiot. <laughs> Francisco. <laughs> Nate Henderson, uh, former guest host, uh, says, saw it in the theater with my dad the weekend it came out. He had, we had no idea what to expect since trailers slash clips were not in abundance back then. So we were laughing hysterically the whole, at the whole home invasion scene. My wife and I still watch it every year during Christmas time. Aww. Uh, Tim, long time listener, Tim Ivox said, love this movie. It's a must watch movie every year at Christmas time. Classic. 
Chris Cowan, also former guest host and patron of the show. Thank you, Chris. Uh, says, love the soundtrack. We, I think we all talked about John Williams. Did a great job. Uh, and Nate uh, chimes in to that. Agreed, Cowan. I had no idea the composer was John Williams until years after I first watched the movie. Yeah, same here. Eric uh, Purcell is next. Says, I remember... I remember sadistic levels of violence played out on some bumbling low-level bandits who wet themselves. Wink emoticon. Yeah. Good <laughs> uh, words. Uh, Jordan Pasca, so Jordan McDaniel said, I remember laughing my face off when I was seven. Now, this isn't face off, Jordan. This is Home Alone. Oh my I thought gosh. the same thing <laughs> with John Travolta and Nick Cage. <laughs> I was obsessed with that movie when I had in college. Oh. Sorry, side note. That should be on the list, Paul. Not not obsessed anymore. There are a thousand f words in that in that movie. Well, we we need to cover more R movies. Well, really? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Sharon Powers. Uh, you should say Sharon Powers, former guest host in Heart Player Extraordinaire. Says former guest host Sharon Powers said. No, I always loved the old man he becomes friends with in the end. Sure, he was spooky at first, but when they sat together and got to know each other, it was just beautiful. John Bohr uh, finishes out the Facebook comments by saying, It just doesn't feel like Christmas without watching it. Insta-classic. Former guest host, John Bohr? Dang it. That guy's amazing. Did you listen to the Back to the Future episode? I, I hear he's a bore. Oh, bum Actually, it, he amazing. was he was a, a good guy on yeah. uh, on the Back to the Future episode. <laughs> he was. He was a good guest host. I th- I would say all our guests hosts have been great. I'm the best. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. We also got a comment from Go- our Google Plus page. We do. We are on Google Plus. Believe it or not. Uh, really? There's people on Google Plus. <laughs> That's like MySpace. <laughs> Wow, guys. I mean, I love you, Google. So the podcast Cinema Block said, keep the change, you filthy animal. So apparently they enjoy that quote from Home Alone. Oh, I got uh, the same comment on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, apparently that's a famous one. All right, guys. What do you mean, apparently? We already talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the hate section. (laughs) Francisco's feeling the hate. All, yes, I He's am. revved up and ready to go. go I want to complain about something. So now let's talk about what we think is filthy about this movie. That's the angels with dirty faces. Yes. That's pretty filthy. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't like, and we are alluding to this before. I don't like how mean the family is to each other, especially. I thought it was especially sad how Kevin is to his parents. And then yes. how they don't defend him when his uncle calls him a jerk. I thought that was really almost disgusting that his pan- parents didn't say, hey, don't talk to my kids that way. Hey, maybe he's an older brother and always talks to his younger brother that way. Maybe he's So older. they're used to it. So, uh, I, I don't follow. I'm sorry. Anyway, maybe the family. Obviously, that family is used to throwing around um negative speech and names and everything so but it's different they're when, just mean all around i mean it I, starts from the top yeah. yes from the adults and the kids learn from that yeah, yeah but there's a difference between 
kid to kid doing that and an authority figure to a kid. Oh, I would agree with that. But I think the entire environment was actually, can I bounce off that? Yeah, of course. I, I was, that was the immediate thing that I first started writing down when I, when we started the movie, I launched into that. And as I was watching the, as it was progressing, I realized the movie would not be as good if we didn't have that ugliness in the beginning. They played that really really well like i sympathize with kevin completely yeah and i wanted his family to go away and i was understanding of how he was talking to his mother being even being a mother myself and i mean it was hurtful but at the same time i've already had my three-year-old say i don't like you and you're mean to me so you know i get it like kids lash out when they're when they're hurting yeah but, but they, it, did, did your three-year-old call you a dummy Cause that's crossing the line. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would rather be called a dummy than say have somebody say I hate you. And I've had parents yeah. tell me that their their kids have said that to them yeah. too. And even being in therapy, we've t- she my therapist and I have talked about that. It's less about <laughs> that was Griffin, not me. It was less about um uh the me or the their the adults, and it's more about the I'm hurting, so I'm just gonna say whatever comes out of my mouth. But mm. my point is I didn't like that. I hated it. And I was yes. ready to rip it into shreds until I realized yes. it made the movie. If you didn't have no, that. No, I disagree. If totally you didn't disagree. have that, you wouldn't have the no. arc the arc of the movie. You wouldn't have the arc of his character. You wouldn't have the arc you, of his family you can coming have back. Almost the same intensity without the name calling. Oh, well you, you can, can get rid of the language and the name calling, but the ugliness. I'm not I'm not okay, talking about yeah, no, no, no. Uh, well, I'm talking specifics. Oh, well, I I'm think not. you can have just the ugliness, but I think the way the family treat each other is absolutely horrible. In fact, it's but that my wouldn't have been tragic so maker. That oh gosh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> how how it, do you it, make it uglier? Like, how do you make it ugly? I think you but, can say, "Look what you did," and say it instead of saying a little. Jer- you no, little I jerk, agree. You know? I agree. I think that you could take the language out. I didn't have like, a lot more tone, like. Anger and, the, and, and right. calling him a jerk, right? Right. But in the so same- I'm talking about specifically the name calling, and it's, it just brings it up into a whole nother level. Of I would agree disgust. with that. I would agree with that. That taking that that stuff out would be would would not change it. But I mean, but I'm making the point of of the ugliness of the family. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. But I think they took it way too far. Okay. Then I would agree with you. I'm yeah. gonna one. <laughs> I keep hearing, I keep hearing him sigh in the microphone. <laughs> I just, I, I just didn't. I think from my point, I was ready to make that the worst thing about the movie, and oh, realizing yeah. that the ugliness made the arc bigger. Did that? Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So I, well, I don't know. Normally, I'm, I rip things to shreds, and I was like, hey, look, I actually <laughs> appreciated this for the value of it, of it being inside the movie. Except yeah. I think the arc was too far because he said, and and you can even bring back, back Uncle Frank. I'm like, no, leave the jerk behind. <laughs> what? When he's saying, oh, please bring my, when Kevin is saying, please bring oh, my family oh, oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even my aunts and cousins. And if he has time, my Uncle Frank. I was like, no, just leave him. Leave yeah. Uncle Frank. <laughs> you know, it could just be a sin of omission. You know, just, oh, oh, I forgot him. Whoops. <laughs> you know, just you don't include Sam. Never mind. I'm just gonna yeah. Go I, I on. understood. Um. All right. Uh. Okay. Let's see. So I started that that sort of tangent, not real tangent, but let's go to you started it. All right, Christy. What's something <laughs> you didn't like about? Th- what's something else you didn't like about this movie? 
I just realized I'm not sure I have a tragic maker, but that's okay. Um, well, let's see. I guess that could be my tragic maker. The family dynamic No, part? I, I oh, found oh. another note oh, okay. on my paper I'm reading. Sorry, fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was amusing and also annoying. I always find it annoying. Anybody who's ever listened to me, whenever they reference um, sort of uh, sexual addictions or things like that, so they reference the Playboy. Mm-hmm. That was annoying. Negative. Found it a very amusing. That's the first time I've ever noticed it. Of all the times I've watched it, I never heard what he said about it, and I never realized it was a Playboy. <laughs> so oh, there's no women yay on the for clothes. Disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yuck. <laughs> I thought it was like I was like, wait, what did he just say? Wait, that was a Playboy. Wait, that was funny. <laughs> ew. That was ew. And then that was that's as far so that I wrote it down. So it's annoying that he It's annoying it's a Playboy. That's annoying. Oh, okay. That's that, that in there. Is in, yeah, that, that, that's, that's in, in the movie. There. But his oh. reaction to it is actually kind of I like the innocence of it and yes. that it's not like, oh wow, I want to. Let me look keep at looking now. at it. Yeah. 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 He was yes. And I found it amusing that I didn't actually know until I was oh, 34. Was. <laughs> 34 years old, and I finally realized, like, oh, that's good. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> I agree. Paul, cricket, cricket. Was, no, no, that's, that's totally valid. Uh, Paul, what's something else you didn't like about this movie? Um, I already said earlier in another section that Kevin, I thought Kevin was a jerk, too much of a jerk, despite think, the environment. Do you think we would have... He, we would have seen as much growth in him if he started out as like the only nice one in his family. And would that have even made sense? No, because he wasn't the only nice one. Some some of the people weren't. Um, Indifference know, like, isn't nice. Well, we don't know that. Indifference is never nice. We don't know that they're indifferent. They just didn't have enough coverage time to show either way. Well, that could be your excuse for it. But <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, you could say the woman, his aunt that was married to Uncle Frank could be nice, but the fact that she puts up with them is not nice. <laughs> All right. But I you think can, it's I hilarious did. that you think he's really he's really a big jerk. Because I, okay. didn't, I didn't think that at all. Ke- Kevin or Uncle Kevin? Frank? Kevin. Both. Well, yeah. I thought he had I thought he had a moment. I thought he was throwing a fit. No, I, no, he had many moments. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with Paul on this one. In, no, the, beginning. in the beginning, yes, in the beginning. Yeah, of course. Yeah, not I don't understand. Wow, this is interesting to me that I'm empathetic to his to go, his falling apart. Go listen apart. to the each episode. <laughs> Why? I know you had a you have an issue with kids not being perfect. Yeah, we've been talking yes. about that a lot recently. <laughs> Oh, bringing the reality to the podcast. Okay. Oh, hey, it was this a fake podcast? This, this. <laughs> no, we're talking about dislikes, and it's okay to dislike people who are imperfect. To a point. <laughs> to a point. Um, uh, I would disagree with that, but okay. You know what? I dislike that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just pushing buttons now, aren't you? <laughs> sort of. Oh, okay, good. Because sometimes I just take people literally, and I'm like, I'm gonna go cry now. Oh, uh, no, no, don't go cry. Okay. Unless it's tears of joy. <laughs> no, there's not a lot of those right now. Oh. It's all right. Okay, I have no good segue from all that. I had one ways back. <laughs> okay, so what else do you like, Francis? Or not no, like? No, don't Francis? like. There is no way. Working Absolutely. With, working with, no kid, working with uh, high schoolers and middle schoolers for the last five years now, and just my own 
my own experience, experience growing up as one of four boys, there's no way that the cheese pizza is gone first out of 10 pizzas. <laughs> no way. Pep- Actually, unless, there is a- unless all the other pizzas are veggie pizzas, then the nope. cheese pizza would go first. But no. otherwise, no way. No way. If, yes, there is. If they ordered, never mind. I'm not going to argue with you on that <laughs> because the circumstances would have to be different, and it wasn't for this movie. So I'll I'll let you I'll let this one slide. Yes, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, That's, big victory right there. Yeah, oh yeah, let's go back to Christy. Um. I thought I'm sorry I was about to say <laughs> possible I did that say let's go back to Paul it's it's po- like- no I'm going back to what you said it's oh. possible that there wasn't a whole cheese pizza but like there was a half pepperoni half cheese or quarter cheese oh cheese. so maybe all of that of the cheese pizza is gone for that size of family. Well, he asked, where is my cheese pizza, though? So well, no one's... Sure. No, and in the size of that family, no one has their own pizza that size. All right. He's teasing you, honey. Nobody has their own pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you must be rich. Uh, Christy, <laughs> I think what, are. what is... What's something else you didn't like? Uh, as much as I complimented the burglar actors. Mm-hmm. They were also annoying. Mm. There's a bit, the bit, there was a bits in the movie as uh, watching it now, rewatching it. I was like, this is over the top. Hmm. And then I could excuse it because the movie is over the top. But then there yes. were moments in the movie that were really sweet and really down yes. to earth. Mm-hmm. So yes. the melding of the two of them was, it was a kind of jarring. It was yeah. jarring yeah. to go back and forth between the, the Pratt Falls and then the moment with the old man and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reality of that family reuniting and his family reuniting and then the, then they're gonna, I'm gonna bite off your, really bite off your fingers. Really, really, really bite. Yeah. Did you see what he did to his hair and his hands? <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, good, ah, ah. <laughs> okay, good point. But apparently he actually bit Macaulay Culkin and he has a scar from that. Oh. Oh, he wishes. <laughs> he was running with scissors. <laughs> and then he bit his finger. Bit his own finger. Look, it's a scar. It's a scar. Did Joe you, Pesci bit me? <laughs> did you find that that was a bit jarring as well, Paul? I'm curious. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. That it's yeah. slightly that it's annoying. I didn't notice it so much, but I I can see that though. As as if I studied it more, I probably would notice that more. I'm another one. Uh, Paul, how many more do you have? Uno. Uno. Uh, let's go with Paul. Then back to Christy. Then all. Uh, we got to go with the boring title sequence. I mean, come on. Hello. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. No, I, I mean, the like music's fine. Title sequences either. Yeah. Let's it get the movie boring. going. It didn't last long, though. I want to know how they did the uh, sliding of the cars on the ice to make it only go so far, but not enough to like, you know, <laughs> Meanwhile, how many takes hit, they had hitting the statue. The, yeah, yeah. And like some of the cars where they slide into the, like the police cars go into the driveway. Mm. They kind of slide in there a little bit. It's like, Oh wow. These guys are really, really good drivers. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I'm sure you could take a course online, Paul. Oh, there we go. J turn. <laughs> so uh, something else I didn't like, how did the mom know that 
Schieffer got Kevin. I mean, other than yeah, psychic link. She's or going something. through her. No, she's just going through her mind. Going through. Yeah. Okay, this and this and this. Okay, what did I do last night? I sent Kevin up to the. Oh, I didn't get him out. Yeah. Kevin. But they did a head count. So why? All of a sudden, she doesn't because believe the head count. She, yes, because she didn't get him out yeah. from up there. But a moment she, who, who? Why is it her responsibility to get her up? I mean, that she wasn't established. Just, she forgot to deal with him in the morning. Yeah. Of all the okay, oh I guess the chaos going on. She, maybe she, she thought and oh, then, I never, never saw him. him. Okay, all right, all right. Right. And okay, there is a there is a head. So what you didn't see, Francisco, mm-hmm. is as soon as she said Kevin, it cut away. She you didn't see her to go back to make sure that he's not back there, and then come back to her seat. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, I oh, can't believe I forgot him. That's a good point. Yeah, it could have been like she thought it was. And then, oh, he, go, he yeah. goes back and sees, oh, he is there. But, okay. You would yeah. know. That's you would fair. definitely recall everything, especially as a mother. I'm not sure. I was going to say, I wouldn't recall. No, I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. either. I would. Uh, a family that size? Okay, we got everybody? Okay, let's go. No, you would. Okay. All right. Me leaving them is valid. Is also valid that that would happen, but mm-hmm. you would then go <gasps> because yeah. it there would be a massive hole in your in yeah. your memory of events. Yeah. Uh, okay, Chrissy was another one you didn't like. Uh, he cleaned up really. An eight year old. The place was a wreck, and when his mom got home, Kevin, what did you do to my room? Yeah, except for the buzzes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or all the stuff like his, his oh, the ice cream you're in the kitchen from and, the traps. Yeah, it everything. Like tra- yeah. it was. There were moments where like all the ice cream he made was dripping in the kitchen. Yeah, that was yeah. clean. Question mark. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, hired he became a maid, more and more responsible. An eight-year-old. Hey, that's what the that's what the movie. An shows. eight-year-old in a third-world country. She brings maybe. a good point. An eight-year-old in a third-world country, maybe because they're <clears> forced <throat> into responsibility early. But wow. I'm saying a spoiled, a spoiled American. <laughs> no, yeah, they didn't know how to do laundry, which was weird. Weird. No, that's true. Then he knew how to do laundry. Weird that he knew how to shop. What I didn't Fun see that. Fun that he knew how to shop, but weird. Him doing laundry. I, n- Oh, either or an eight-year-old can do shop or laundry. Why did they? I didn't understand why they were so shocked that he could go shopping. Yeah, it's easy to exchange goods for money. Yeah, that I know that the shop person's reaction to him was a little bit like she seemed angry rather than concerned. Right. If I saw a little boy by himself and I was working, I'd be like, "Are you okay? Do you need any help? Not what the junk are you doing in my line?" Like, <laughs> I don't think she was like disdain, but like, are you lying to me that your mom is out in the car? More like trying to figure him out. Oh, yeah. all right, I guess. Well, let's move. So Paul already gave us his tragic maker, the whole family dynamic in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Christy, what's yours? Mine is stupid, but I just realized <laughs> I didn't fine. have one. No worries. So I just made it up. I wrote a shop boy, really. When, shop there's a shop boy yeah. in that one shop they go into. What yeah, is he's, it? It's like a mom and pop. Like they go yeah, to the 1920s. Like the, the stalker where he. No, I know like the guy who's the like shoplifter. Shop. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. I know. But at the same time, the movie is this one way, and then they, he goes into this tiny little corner store and 
buys a pack of ciggies. Like, what? <laughs> There's a shop boy? Yeah, like Toothbrush. I know. I'm making a point. There's an old lady and an old guy and a boy. Well, I Sid, go get him. Like, I don't like, know. <laughs> it was weird. Okay. The, the, this little tiny grocery store, comparatively, it's not one of these super chains, is within walking distance. So it's probably like, uh, for that neighborhood, like near that neighborhood. Where, so it's a smaller, you know, grocery store. So they would have maybe just like four employees, that kind of thing. Then, okay. So he goes to that one and then he goes to a massive chain store that's also down the well, yeah, because stores down the, the big street. one. Well, he goes to a bigger grocery store, but he's you know they can't go back to the mom and pop because he's he's pinned for a shop. No, oh, I know. Okay. So is so that he had a, a pharmacy? Walk a couple more block. Uh, maybe that was a pharmacy. pharmacy. I was just he got, annoyed. just getting a toothbrush. So I was just yeah. annoyed. I told you it wasn't a good one. It wasn't really tragic. I just didn't have anything that was tragic. I was just annoyed, guys. We're, we stopped talking about pizza a while ago. Why are you bringing up noise? No one gets uh-huh, that joke. Avoid the noise. you and Paul. <laughs> My brother would. Oh, all right, all right. But you and him are like twinsies, so. Me and Paul or Paul and Josh? Paul and Josh. Oh, okay. Wow. Probably not. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe not. But, but, but I don't know them. I said like. I didn't say they were. I dun, did use dun, a simile. Dun. Thank you very much. What's well, more like with in twiz- twinsies. <laughs> Like in Yes. We're so twinsies that we're super twinsies. Oh, wow. We're in okay. twinsies. What I hated most about Home Alone was after. So, and this sort of goes back to what uh, Wesley Maltry brought up in the um, in the deaths uh, or the oh honest action YouTube channel. Oh, you stole. After no, I. I I wrote this down before I even watched that. Oh, okay. After all Marvin Harry endure, it doesn't make much sense that a snow shovel would be what do, does them in. No, it's the last straw. Uh, There's only so many dings you can take. Um, I don't know. I. Okay, fine. You're really, invincible. Really? So you're going to make the argument that it it doesn't make sense that after... Oh, my gosh. None of that section makes sense. It all makes perfect sense. It's It was a period hey, at the end of the sentence. It's my, it's my tragic maker. I just thought it I didn't know. make sense. It seemed like they would have died so much sooner than that if they were going to die. They didn't die. If they, I guess they didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> and they got knocked out multiple times. Yeah. In fact, they returned for the sequel. You know what? That's that's so odd. I it's I could have sworn they just died there, but they obviously don't. No, the police came and arrested oh, them. That's okay. Yeah, yeah maybe they just did get okay. Never mind. I I don't know what. I was so thinking. yours was just a little one too, like mine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have Over you here. seen the robot chicken of where? Uh, of what? Probably not. <laughs> I haven't either. I want to see this because I read up on it. Apparently, they do a, a Anne Frank versus the Nazis. Like Anne Frank is, and she defends her home like against the Nazis, like Kevin does, oh. like everything from <laughs> the Home Alone. Oh, that would be really funny to watch. <laughs> that would be wow. Yeah. Oh my. So that's uh, my homework. Actually, my tragic maker in this movie is that this title movie. is not available for Ultraviolet yet. Oh, jeez. All right, guys, I think we've entered all our firing calculations. 
all our targeting calculations <laughs> into the firing computer. <laughs> Alice, do you have a firing solution nope. for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Whenever she says salvo, I always think of saliva. Salvo. Yeah, it's like salvoing Salve. at her mouth. <laughs> Salve. Salve Maria. <laughs> it's a military term, guys. It's, it's valid. Paul. All right, guys. Would we, ra- would we rate Home Alone a classic? We I recommend don't it. No. Would we rate it? <laughs> Bentley. Uh, a classic. We'd recommend uh, anyone watch it, whether they've seen it before or not. In nostalgic, we'd only recommend you've seen you watch it again if you'd seen it before. Or a tragic, we would not recommend anyone see this movie. And if you've seen it before, just leave it in your memory. Let's start as we'd like to with our guest host, my lovely wife, Christy. How do you rate Home Alone? Oh, that was a weird <laughs> way to ask me. <laughs> I'm How sorry, Christy. I can't Home do alone? that. Thank you, weird robot. Francisco 9000. It's what over 9000. That's funny. Um, <laughs> nostalgic. Oh, really? I think it's a okay. good Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Just like slap it in the ultraviolet player and uh, <laughs> <laughs> slap it in the player and sl- don't slap it. Just put Let it. Let a player play. <laughs> just wow. play it. Just in the background or with your family or age appropriate people because there's language. Um, yeah, yeah, Marv. <laughs> this ain't think, for kindergartners. I think it's I think it's a fun one to watch around the holidays if you have it. If you've seen it before, um, bring your knitting. <laughs> but this this wouldn't be a movie you'd share with our kids. If it was on TV and there was nothing else to watch, yeah, well, maybe. Like, uh, I don't know if it, how well it holds up for the simple fact that it's a Christmas movie, maybe. But I would first show them Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Hmm. That would be more of a classic to me hmm. than... I think that's more a, a question of age, at least for me. Certainly read Rudolph first, just because it's more of a kid's movie. Hey, we're not to you yet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, are we? No, no, no. I wasn't giving my reign. I was just commenting on Christy's reign. That's all. No, but, you were saying to me. Well, she already said to her. I mean, she's saying to her, and you're fine. saying to okay, you. Okay, okay. So that all would right. be yours. Never, okay. No, never. it doesn't matter the age. Like, if they were old enough to watch Home Alone, I would she's still saying, say watch Rudolph before you watch Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, okay. care if you're 8 or 88. All right. So If uh, you've seen it before, though, and it's Christmas, and you have it, watch it again. And again, or if it's on TV, maybe one more. So nostalgic for Christy, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, how do you rate Home Alone? I rate it PG. <laughs> As well, I agree with the Motion Picture Association of America. How about and I rate the- this movie a classic according to the Retro Rewind podcast standards? <laughs> that this is a fun movie that I enjoy watching every holiday season and if you haven't seen it i'd give it a gander a gander and a goose i think that's i was about to say i think that's the right yeah i I almost wanted to rate it a classic but i didn't think that the slapstick comedy would translate well in the 21st century because we don't see that much of it good point but i 
rated a classic. No, yeah, that's, a, like that's good. Coyote. I think that that's and I think that that's a fair, fair argument. But I was trying really hard to be like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure my you know 13 or 14 year old acquaintances from church. If I was like, watch this movie, they would be like, oh. what are these guys doing? Do you know the Three Stooges? Who? <laughs> I don't like the Three Stooges. Well, that's... Oh, my gosh. How can you stand this comedy if you don't like the Three Wait, Stooges? Where did, our, where did our listenership go? That's weird. What? <laughs> well, we have to have representation from all corners of the world, that's, folks. And Yeah, I represent the... The the one percent who doesn't like my and three stooges. I don't necessarily want to sit down and watch the three stooges, but I, I understand their comedy and appreciate it. I do not. Um so how mm. I rate <laughs> I no Your so, I rate now? Similar sort of similar to Christy. I was I was on the fence. At first I was gonna rate this nostalgic because a lot of the movie I thought just was a big two kid, kind of like how I felt about E.T. But after reflecting more, especially the the part with him and um, not Bob Marley, old man Marley. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Marley and me. The dog dies. Sorry. Oh, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> I didn't know that. Thanks. Remove it. Thanks. Yeah, Sorry. we watched the movie together, you noob. I've never. No, we have not. I've yes, never seen have. that movie. I've never seen that movie. Anyway. It's okay. It's okay. I rate Home Alone a classic. Just barely, but a classic. Oh. Uh, How can you be irate? I'm not yeah. irate. That was, I was irate. <laughs> yes. We understand you're irate. <laughs> Walked into that one. Ow. Boom. <sighs> Seriously, you said owl before I said boob, so it's reversed. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna think along the same line as me. I should always assume. Hi, All right, puppy. so according to the Retro Rewind podcast, Home Alone is a disputed classic movie. We'd recommend Ooh. you go and see this again or see it for the first time. Give it a gander, as Paul would like to say. Yeah, or a goose, depending on which Honk. male or female you have. Now, else we please get us back to our own there time for our new tube section. New tube systems engaged. Here's a bonus memory I have of uh, Home Alone. When the movie came out, we were visiting our family in the east, and we had a, of a cousin, second cousin, and she pronounced it... Uh, Home alone, and we thought it was so funny that she would pronounce the first word of home as you know that that way, and not alone, but alone. Course, <laughs> home weird. alone or home alone, <laughs> not home alone. So I wonder how many people out there pronounce it mixed up like that. Ah, uh, one. Uh, no, I think it's more than that. All right, all right, all right. Guys, what's new on our tube? Be it books, movies, magazines, TV shows. Let's begin with our guest host, guest host, Christy. <laughs> a baby, that's new. Um, <laughs> I watch it all the time. <laughs> Not the most entertaining on thing. On your tube? <laughs> well, on my something. <laughs> Never mind, that was only funny in my head because it rhymes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm not allowed to make jokes like that. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not new, but it's I. It's not a tube either. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's so funny. 
<laughs> no, my new tube isn't new. It's new to me. And I binge watch shows on Netflix and recently the <laughs> shows I've been watching have been canceled um, oh. on se- season finale cliffhangers. Yeah. So I haven't had a lot of nice resolution. There's been a lot of, well, I, I've invested in four seasons and now I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway. You get nothing. I know. You lose. Good day, so the next, So the next binge that I'm on, I do enjoy a good BBC show. I've watched quite a few of them. Um, BBC One. And I decided to start Doc Martin. Oh, are those shoes or pants? It's a shoe. Yeah, Doc Martens are shoes, yeah. Yes, they are. It's a brand in America, but I'm not talking about America. talking about the BBC. I'm talking about BBC. (laughs) I'm talking about BBC. Um, (laughs) It's a a show about... Oh, God. No, stop. Oh, you got Cheerios? What are you it's doing a here in America? Sorry, you were saying <laughs> Doc Martin. There's a show on BBC. Yes, you can watch it okay. on Netflix. I think there's six seasons. Anyway, it's, it's I don't know if it's still going, but I do know the last BBC show, Call the Midwife, that I binged on ended nicely. So I trust BBC, BBC. to end their shows at least with a semicolon. What about Bahama Murmurstry? But that's probably still going. Oh, okay. Well, they they killed the guy right away. So. Spoiler. That's spoiler. Spoiler, and that's um, I'm used to that watching Doctor Who. Oh, they yeah, do. Point. They um have a, a different way of. <laughs> oh my gosh, they have a different way of contracting their actors so that they don't always stick around for all the seasons. Got it. Anyway, Doc Martin, I would recommend it if you like the BBC shows. You would enjoy this one. It's um, I watch it while sitting on the couch, breastfeeding my son. So. <laughs> or is it you know, like Faulty Towers, or is it more like Doctor Who? I haven't seen Faulty Towers. Do I need to see that one? Yeah, if you like Monty Python. Okay, it is not a comedy. So, no, it's a. Uh, it's about a doctor, a very very grumpy doctor who comes to a very small town because oh, yes. he has a mental breakdown. Yes, and, I've seen a couple of those. My grandpa loved that show. And um, he comes to this really small town to be their doctor. And has, yeah. it's just the it's exploration like the, of his relationships around the town and small town versus big, you know, smart surgery guy. And um, it's he's funny. I I don't know. I find his I find it's it funny. like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman only <laughs> in the middle of England. Kind of. Oh. Well, that. apparently not. <laughs> my my attached my attached tumor disagrees. Just wow. kidding. <laughs> not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> uh, all right, Paul, what's new on your tube? Uh, the movie Focus, starring Will Smith and uh, the that other uh, what's her name? Haley, not Haley, Harley Quinn from. Uh, you know, the Suicide Squad movie coming out. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> so it's out on video now. It came out earlier this year in the theater. Um, my wife, Valerie, saw it in the theater, and I waited for it to come out on video. And uh, it's it's all about, like, conning people. So oh, I, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I remember that. 
I was thinking way too deeply into it. Oh. I was thinking, oh, second guessing everybody what they're saying and then like triple guessing. And if you just watch it just to like kind of turn your brain off, it's really enjoyable. So stop, just don't second guess every little thing and you'll, you should enjoy it. It's, it's good. So you're saying you can't triple stamp a double stamp? Exactly. Okay. Good to know. Yes. I give it a thumbs up. What about you, babe? Yeah, Francisco. Why it's why really, is that bad? Every time I do that, every time I pick up the slack, you collapse and sigh heavily. Because Paul purposefully lets the slack go. It's his job to it, tell me to ask what's new on my tube, but he always lets the guestos do it. That's right. And I win every time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. <sighs> no, you're fine, huh? Oh, I was like, wow, he's not all mad. right. Sorry. He's not mad at you. He's mad at me. Yeah, I'm mad oh. at Paul, not you at all. That rhymes. Uh, would anyone like a peanut? Uh, what's new on my tube? Oh, that did not rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Can we be done yet? Uh, what? What's oh, new on your tube? Is, oh, there, I said it. Oh, is the book The Martian, which I oh, read. Oh, with uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the book. No, uh. No, he stars in the book. He star. <laughs> he's gonna star in the upcoming Ridley Scott movie. Uh, but no. Uh, uh, they'll change the book then. I mean, it'll be different from the book then. Thanks. Uh. Obviously, it's a movie. It's a so, the book, The Martian by Andy Weir, I finished that, uh, just yesterday and it was a really good read. I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, okay. Some of the science stuff was a little over my head, which that's the type of thing I think will help if watching the movie, I'll be able to uh, sort of understand what's going on a bit better. But mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of it, though, I was able to understand and grasp, and it wasn't like you're reading a science textbook. And the story, the story is I, I've never read Robinson Crusoe, but oh, I'd okay. imagine it's along those lines of a survival tale of just this guy who's stuck on Mars and he needs to figure out how to survive up there. I'd rather be stuck on an island than Mars. Well, of course. <laughs> you wouldn't have to. Yes, Paul? Please tell me the guy's name is Marvin. Oh no, it's. Oh my it's gosh, Paul. Mark Watney? Why? He's not oh. going to get it. Oh, I know. Uh, it's called The Martian, right? Because he's named after. He doesn't meet a Martian there, does he? Spoiler! I'll let you read the book to find Maybe out. Maybe it'll be like Wednesday, like Robinson Crusoe. He meets a native girl, and the uh, native girl that he meets on Mars is actually that's the who the movie's really about, The Martian. You'll have to read it or watch the movie. I, I'm 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 curious to see if how much the movie is different than the book because I really enjoyed the book. It'll so. destroy it. You'll hate it if you uh, compare. I mean, I might. Yeah. yeah. Go in thinking it's a completely first. different, I completely should. different thing. It's a completely yeah. different. It's inspired by the book. It, yes. Yeah. There you I go. Guess. It's an homage to the book. Always think that. And then you'll never be disappointed. And you'll be like, yeah. I loved them both. One was like a preview to the other. Yes. It's a nice side companion. I'd say one's but more it never like, probably more like the cliff notes to the other than yes, a but exactly. anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So what's new on our tubes are Doc Martin, the movie The Shoe. The show Doc Martin. Not show not it's a really shoe, big shoe. The show, the BBC show. The movie Focus and the book The Martian. All right. Uh Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites? 
as always. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Wow. First, uh, uh, quick announcement. I want to remind you to please vote for the next five movies we're going to cover yes. at retrorewindpodcast.com slash castervote. Rock uh, the vote. Rock the vote. Right now, both Terminators are in the top spots. <laughs> Wait, there's like five. What do you mean both? I'm sorry. One and two. The, one the, and two. Okay. The, the two that are guy, in our 15-year time The melty metal guy, that's two, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, so go there and see that can stay the same or change. It's up to you. Uh, cause we'd like to cover the movies. Vote them down. Vote yeah. them down. Vote them no, up. Good. Vote them up. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not good. Yeah. Don't no, alienate that was your fan, so baby. <laughs> Are you? Sven. Yeah. He's like Sven. <laughs> Bob you up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's foreclosed on us. <laughs> Wow. He huffed and he puffed and he foreclosed. Sorry, it's a trap. <laughs> anyway, uh, and if you want to give us feedback, there's several ways to do that. Uh, you can go to our contact page, retroreadonepodcast.com slash contact, uh, our Facebook uh, group, again, uh, retroreadonepodcast.com slash group, uh, or you can go to our Twitter. We are at retroreadonecast. And I want to thank Rob for continuing to tweet and retweet us uh and i also want to thank uh just longtime listener justin salvato uh he recently said uh to us i'm with paul the only thing tragic about et is francisco's interpretation of it strange uh-huh. viewpoint uh hashtag wth and then hashtag sharon is hot so apparently he liked sharon from that episode oh <laughs> and then uh let's see so if, if you want to tweet us, go to at RetroRewindCast. Uh, and last, I'd like to mention that we are on the Retro Junkies Network, which you can find at theretrojunkies.com. And now before we get to Nav Point Omega, I want to thank Christy once again for coming on the show, being mm-hmm. our longtime regular. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and I do apologize for... I'm not really a long-time listener, sorry, y'all. But I do apologize for the sonority baby. You don't have to apologize for that. Okay. Well, you know, some people might have the same headphone issues that I have. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't like mouth noises in my ears. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) He's like, here, Mom, (laughs) have this noise. Is there a place we can uh, find you Mm -hmm. online, Christy, or anything you'd like to promote? No. Just contact the show? Contact the show show. and read my sister's (laughs) book, Crooked River by Valerie Geary. Yes. Also a past guest host. You can find it on paperback. Yeah. It's, if you've been, if you been wanting to get that book, but didn't want to buy hardback, hardback, now you can buy the paperback version. Or I assume the Kindle version is still available. Mm-hmm. All right. Always. Always. Uh, you can find me, Francisco, uh, on Twitter. You can tweet me at FXRUIZ and you can find Paul and all his social security information at pauljpowers.com. Paul, will you tell us social what? media information? Oh, media. <laughs> I always get that wrong. Uh, uh, you guys are funny. Sh- oh, Paul, you disappoint me. You're, you're supposed to say, but looks aren't everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Paul, what movie game time continuum are we head to next time? All right. Next time we will be going back to the year 1984. How about that? No, let's go back to 1986 for the movie An American Tale. Yay. But Fievel goes to America. <laughs> and then, but until then, we would love it if you never say never and appreciate it so much. If you took some time to review us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and that helps there be no cats in America and people to find <laughs> the show when Jeez. they're searching for the retro podcasts or any other kind of uh, podcast. Of course, you can consider sending us a buck or even a cow uh, for every episode <laughs> via our Patreon page at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's a buck as a dollar, Paul, not buck as the animal. Oh. What's Sorry, a wowie? What am I supposed to do with all these antlers? What's a wowie? But, and all these bucks people send. I uh, turn them into meat, I guess. I don't know. Nice. Deer jerky. Thank <laughs> you so much, Paul. Thank you, Christy. You're and whether welcome. this is your first time listening or you subscribe and have listened to each episode while you're commuting, doing chores, doing a push-up right now while working out, we appreciate you so much. And like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> So have you ever been home alone? There's noises creaking in the house and you're like, oh, I'm scared. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. when I was watching The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's when the the furnace gets all mad at the basement. With blood. You're like, oh, that's creepy. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Well, you can insert Christy saying that. <laughs> Edit and splice. <laughs> it's like a horrible uh, a Jane Fonda workout. Come on, guys. I have like four days to edit and splice this. So let's... let's... Edit and splice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're giving you a workout, Francisco.